Down 20 in a row, Wax 104.5 on a Tuesday morning. 44 degrees right now with a lot of folks in the upper 30s to uh, the low four. Lacrosse, the warm spot at 46. And again, maybe a few showers falling down that way, but uh, that's about it. It's 5 o'clock, actually a minute after. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get the news of the morning. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The nation's top infectious disease expert is rejecting the theory that the coronavirus was created in a Chinese laboratory. Dr. Anthony Fauci, in an interview published in National Geographic Monday, says the evidence indicates that it was a virus that evolved in nature and then jumped species to humans. His comments contradict those of President Trump and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who claim they've seen evidence that the virus came out of a lab in Wuhan, China. So far, no evidence has been made public, and China rejects the claim. The Senate is back at the Capitol for an in-person session despite concerns about the coronavirus outbreak. This deadly coronavirus does not take days off, and so the United States Senate has not either. Speaking on the floor yesterday, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says the Senate will focus on approving qualified judicial nominees who have been held up for too long. The Kentucky Republican says Senate Democrats have used across-the-board obstruction tactics for nominees. They used to travel easily by voice vote. He added that the Senate is going to be as smart and safe as they possibly can be to prevent the spread of the virus at the U.S. Capitol. More than two dozen service members are getting the Purple Heart from the Iran missile strike in Iraq earlier this year. U.S. Central Command announced that 29 soldiers have been approved for the military medal. Six have already received their medals, while the rest will soon. Iran's missile strike in January targeted an Iraqi base housing American troops. It was a retaliatory strike for the killing of a top Iranian general and left more than 100 troops with brain injuries. The U.S. Attorney's Office for Southern California says any landlord asking tenants for sexual favors instead of rent will be indicted. Attorney Robert Brewer said that taking advantage of residents who can't pay their rent is despicable and illegal. Millions of Americans have had trouble paying their monthly rent due to the economic toll of COVID-19. And a new Twilight book is on the way. Author Stephanie Myers announced on Monday on Good Morning America that Midnight Sun will be out on August the 4th. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Can't help but wonder how long <laughs> how long before Dr. Fauci gets fired disagreeing with the president on, uh, on where that virus came from out of that lab or was it in nature? I don't know. I don't know if anybody really knows that answer, but uh, wherever it came from, it sure has disrupted the world, and hopefully we can overcome it. And uh, so far, so good. All right, we've got about four minutes. Uh, I mean, so far, so good as far as around our area. And I know 60,000 deaths is uh, way, 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 way too many. 60,000 too many. Absolutely. But, uh, but people are working hard to overcome it. And it's not a done deal yet, but uh, we're on our way, and that uh, that is a good thing. All right, four minutes after 5 o'clock, we'll update the weather forecast, get Scott back here and do some markets and some farm news on a Tuesday morning here at 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. Premier Livestock at Withy will have a special one-owner high-producing dairy cattle auction Friday, May 8th at 10 a.m. 425 head coming from Bruneland Farms at Janesville. That herd includes the rolling herd average of 31,148 pounds, 335 milking cows, 50 springing heifers, and 40 head of dry cows. 
This herd has a 108-pound tank average on three-time-a-day milking. Lots of cows milking 130 to 195 pounds, with top cows milking more than 200 pounds. Many cows have production records of 34,000 to 40,000 pounds. Besides its on-site sales, Premier Livestock is presenting its sales online at CattleUSA.com. For information about this sale and other sales, call 715-229-2500 or visit PremierLivestockAndAuctions.com. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, it's uh, not the best corn-growing weather, but the cows will be comfortable as it's going to be a cooler week than we had last week. Today, mostly cloudy, about 58 for the high, and a few showers maybe down around the southern parts of our listening area. Tonight, cloudy down to about 39, partly cloudy tomorrow, and 64. Some sun on Thursday, but still only going to get about 61 for a high, then cooling off more than that on Friday, down to 55. Saturday, a chance of some rain and 58. Right now in Green Bay, it's 38. Milwaukee's 41. Madison Sun Prairie at 40. We've got uh, Marshfield at 38. Wausau at 36. Rice Lakes at 44 this morning. Lacrosse is 46. And here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area right now, we're at 44. Also saw daylight sunrise is going to be at 549. So the day's really starting to get longer. And that, that's a good thing. It's uh, and been many days we get off at about 6 and go out and it's still dark. But uh, it's getting daylight now by that time of the morning. So uh, get up and get at it. Chore time here at the Shank of the Day. We'll do more chores. It's six and a half minutes after 5 o'clock. And again, as we said, right now about 44 degrees. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Smith Funeral Chapel, family owned and operated since 1956. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And again, Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our look at the markets this morning on the Cinco de Mayo. And Mr. Schultz joins us again. Scott, where are we at as far as cash livestock numbers? Fed beef steers are at 87 to a dollar with mixed 70 to 87. Fed beef heifers 84 to a dollar with mixed 60 to 83. Fed Holstein steers are at 65 to 72. With select and choice, 44 to 64. Cows are at 35 to 42, with the top selling 44 and a half to 66 and a half. Bulls are at 52 to 80. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 30 and down. Sows, 18 to 21. Boars, 7 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 117 and a half to 144. And feeder lambs are at a dollar to 255. All right, and at the Mercantile Exchange, we see prices closed a little higher yesterday. Looking at the live cattle contract for June, 8807, that was up 8, and, or excuse me, 82, it was up 82. August live cattle, 9305, up a half a dollar. October cattle, 9717, up 37. And December cattle at 10160, up 62. Feeder cattle were also higher. The May contract, 11907, up a dollar and a quarter. 
August at 128.97, up 135. September and October were both up 75. September at 129.80, October at 136.65. November up 102 at 131.50. And on the hog contracts, May 67.72, that was up 485. June hog, 65.50, up 280. July at 65.42, up $1.30. August at 65.85, up 117. On word that uh, these beet packing plants are going to be opening sooner rather than later, according to our agriculture secretary. And the board over board of trade overnight was down a little bit yesterday and mixed overnight. Tough talk with China is causing some uncertainty here in the traders' minds. July corn down a fraction overnight at 315 a bushel. The oats up a fraction at 293. The July wheat contract down four at 515. July soybeans down a fraction at 836. Meal down 30 cents a ton at 288.10. Dairy markets were a little better yesterday. Barrel cheese up four cents, $1.23. The blocks up three quarters, 121 and a quarter. The butter up three quarters at 119 and a half. May class three up 27 at 1150. June was up 75 at 1294. July up 73 at 1434. August back over $15 at 1527. That was up 70 cents. September up 68 at 1590 as prices were higher each month out through March of 2021. So we're 10 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock as we roll along on a Tuesday morning here at Wax. We've got 44 degrees on our way to about 58 under. Kind of a mostly cloudy day. A construction project needs materials, and Olenix is the place to make that happen. They now offer blue granite. They provide varieties of ready-mix concrete, a complete range of aggregates from their pits delivered to your job site, as well as excavating services and trucking and pulp hauling equipment. They will help get your project done right. They're well-known throughout northwestern Wisconsin, with locations in Stanley, Cornell, Ladysmith, Medford, and Jump River. Contact them at 715-668-5211. That's O-L-Y-N-I-C-K-L. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We're in challenging times and our area businesses are working hard to take care of their employees and their customers. One of those businesses is Revolution Coffee on Main Street and Black River Falls. I'm with Carrie from Revolution. What do you guys have going on? Do you have some curbside pickup? How do I get my coffee? Well, don't worry, Scott. We'll get you your coffee. No matter what, we'll make sure you stay caffeinated. We have curbside delivery, delivery itself, and then we also have pre-orders. That means that you can give us a call ahead, pull out front, we'll bring it out to your car. We have delivery. We've got staff going to different areas in Black River and some of the surrounding areas for deliveries. And we've got pre-orders where you can give us a call ahead the day before or whenever you need to and preset that order with us. Baked goods, coffee, food, we are still in operation and we love our customers. And food as usual? Food as usual, we've got a couple of items on the menu that we have had to, you know, say goodbye to at the moment, but yes, food as well. And that includes, again, all the coffee, teas, mochas, everything. 
everything, mochas, blenders, lattes, regular coffees, smoothies. We also have smoothie sizes and kids' blender sizes. So if you're a mom, you're at home, you're looking for an incentive for them. Our kids' size smoothies are only $3, so we can definitely deliver out that midweek treat for your family. You have some great stuff down there, and I'm looking forward to pulling up to the curb and grabbing some. It sounds great, Scott. We are here seven days a week still, 7.30 to 1. There are some days we're staying later, but 7.30 to 1, you can pretty much catch us anytime. And your telephone number. 715-670-0707. And we are posting specials daily on Facebook, and we're working out some new systems. Keep watching that Facebook page. That's Carrie from Revolution Coffee at 38 Main Street, Black River Falls. I'm Scott Schultz. Get smarter every day at Ozzy.com, a site about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Try Ozzy's online quiz today and win two free tickets to anywhere on United. OZY.com. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 14 minutes after 5 o'clock, Scott rejoins us right now. It sounds like uh, Carrie pretty much uh, knows your wants on the uh, Revolution Coffee side of things. I'm I'm not a picky fellow. <laughs> Just give me coffee. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, we had, uh, boy, last week was a nice week. Lots of wheels were turning. We got our crop progress report. What did that show around the country and around Wisconsin? It sure was. It showed that it was another good week for planting row crops around the country. Farmers planted another 24% of the corn crop last week, putting plantings at 51%. That's 30% ahead of last year's progress. Minnesota and Iowa are the farthest along with 78% of corn planted there, while Nebraska is 61% in and Illinois is 56% planted. Soybean planting jumped 15% last week with 23% of the beans in across the country. Last year, only 5% of the soybeans were in by this time. The only crop showing a lag in the spring planting is spring wheat. 29% of that crop job is done, but that's 14% behind normal progress. Farmers also report 67% of the oats are in, with 48% of the plants already emerged, while 41% of the barley is in, about 7% ahead of last year. Here in Wisconsin, farmers have a third of their corn crop planted, 27% more than at this time last year. Southwest parts of the state are the furthest along, with 56% of their corn in, with farmers in west-central Wisconsin having 29% of their corn planted. Soybean planting is also ahead of last year, with 14% of the beans in, a 13% jump from last spring. Oat seeding is also way ahead, with 56% of the oats in, versus 25% last year, and 46% of our five-year average. Top soil moisture this week is rated 94% adequate to surplus and 6% short. All and, right. Bob, when I think about it, we probably almost had snow on the ground at this time last year. Well, we might have. I know we had a lot of mud, that's for sure. Yeah. Because it, it, sure was, was, a, a mess. it was a nasty mess. All right, sir, yep. go get some more coffee, and we'll talk to you a little bit later on when we get some of our really? local news. All right. Yep. Oh, wait a minute. Before you leave, we're gonna. are you still there? No, he left already. All right, I let him get away on me. But we're going to hear from Tim Brugan down at the locker plant in Pigeon Falls about uh, what Tim has put together as far as processors,
producers and consumers. Kind of a, a three-way uh, message to get uh, get everybody connected here as far as people that, uh, you know, producers with these plants. Can you get it to the processing plant, the big ones? Or can you get some local plants? People want some local meat. So we'll hear from Tim. Tim and uh, Scott had a discussion about what Tim put together. So we'll do that here in just a few minutes. But looking at uh, this week's crop progress report as, far, report, as far as corn planted around the state, northwest Wisconsin, 19%. In north-central Wisconsin, is the furthest behind, only 3% of the corn in north-central Wisconsin. Northeast, 9%. West-central, 29%. Central Wisconsin, 36%. East-central, 17%. Southwest, 56%. South-central, 47%. Southeast, 33%. So you can see where uh, most of that progress is uh, is coming from. Soybean plantings, northwest, 4%. Nothing in north central, 3% northeast. West central, 16%. Central Wisconsin, 26%. East central, 8%. Southwest, 13%. South central, 24%. Southeast, 10% of the soybeans have been planted. So again, as uh, we look at the progress, uh, I think it pretty much follows the the normal tenure in west central Wisconsin. Uh, you know, north a uh, little drier soils, little sandier soils. You get over into central Wisconsin with some of the heavier soils, especially north central Wisconsin. Heavy soils, it's tough to get in. So again, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a progress report that uh, is better than last year. But again, the oats the same way. Sixty eight percent in central Wisconsin planted. Forty uh, percent northwest. 9% north central, 25% of the oats in northeast Wisconsin. But again, you get down south, southeast, 88%. South central, 92 Southwest, 79 East central, 58 And central Wisconsin, 68% of the oats. Now, I don't know. This Crop Progress Board, every year, they always have comments from farmers in various counties. They haven't done that this year. I'm going to have to get a hold of those folks and see what the deal is. Otherwise, they put out some kind of maps that aren't near as valuable as the comments that we get from farmers and crop consultants and uh, county agents around the state and in various counties and various districts gives us a, a pretty good eye on what they're facing in those particular counties, but haven't gotten that this year. Now, I don't know if they have a problem getting that. I don't know why, because it's all done by phone or by on the uh, online message system so i don't know what the problem is and but we'll see if they can't uh get that done for us but again uh, as far as moisture 94 percent adequate to surplus but uh there are some dry spots southwest wisconsin 13 percent short west central wisconsin as you said on some of those lighter soils 11 percent short but overall pretty good crop progress report for uh, what we faced just uh, a year ago at this time when it wasn't a pretty picture. So at least the cropping picture is looking good this spring. 20 minutes after 5, and again, we said Tim Brugan down in Pigeon Falls. Scott, and he had a conversation about what he's doing with this COVID virus, getting producers, consumers, and processors together next here on WAX. We'll make you build Tough as a Northland with quality materials and custom made plans. Northland buildings, great styles and colors, designs of all forms. You're safe and secure, come snow and 
protect all you own, farm, business, or home. Northland Buildings. At Northland Buildings, they're committed to offering superior buildings at the best value. In these challenging times, you can still get your new building with the help of Northland's expert sales team. Get a long-lasting, economical, post-frame building that's built to withstand our Midwest weather. Call 800-736-4510 or go to northlandbuildings.com to find a Northland sales consultant near you. Their business is building, and they're here to help you get a quality building at a fair price. Built tough for the Northland. Northland Buildings. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Cinco de Mayo. Boy, I'll tell you, there's a lot of folks that look forward to that particular holiday every year, but it's not going to be much of a celebration this year. Fabulous farm aid Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. It's just another one of the holiday-related events uh, that's not going to be celebrated to as large an extent as it previously was. You know, it's those kinds of things, those adjustments in how we're living our lives that can impact uh, a lot of different vendors of the food that we'd normally consume. One question I've had, how are our local meat processors handling things? Not just the sudden hoarding mentality that a lot of consumers had when we were first experiencing COVID-19. Now we're getting questions from the general public. So you can't sell your hogs. You can't sell your beef cattle to the market. Why don't you process them? Boy, Bob, that is... uh, we hear that question all the time. For those of us in agriculture that know how the process works, uh, well, we have a better understanding than a lot of consumers. Just kind of curious how butchers are reacting to it all. Well, they're trying to do as much as they can. And, of course, as you mentioned, these local butcher shops, I mean, you, you talk about the Smithfield and the Packer plant, Packerland packing. They take pot loads of cattle and pot loads of hog. <laughs> you pull into some of these small towns with a semi full of hogs, and uh, you're not going to get them processed. But they are trying to help their communities and their own businesses. Tim Bruggen is down at Falls Meat Service in Pigeon Falls, and he's trying to help his community, his local farmers, by putting together a direct sales brochure, so to speak, of what farmers do have as far as products available to the public. And then he's working with a local publication to uh, put some product information out to consumers. And he said, you know, this isn't necessarily to help my business, it's to help our community. And uh, that's what he's doing. Our Scott Schultz had a chance to talk to him about what's going on with this publication. And, and Tim told him the idea is to benefit local farmers. And if local businesses benefits and consumers benefits, then it's a win-win-win for all. Uh, it really is, Scott. We've We've always known that uh, in our business. Now we're just trying to spread the word and get the idea in other people's heads when they are at the grocery store and other places where they're looking for for produce and stuff that's not there right now. Um, We just really want people to know that we don't have a food shortage here. We have plenty of food out there. You just got to know where to find it. And local it is. You took the bull by the horns, so to speak, and took some action to get people aware of some of the local producers. And and that wasn't only, as you explained to me, necessarily to get more business for you, but to get more local awareness out there. What did you do to bring some of that awareness to people? Well, the idea kind of came to me early last week and in the previous couple of weeks here and the main problem that we've been running into with a lot of our customers as far as people that we custom butcher for is that they have a 
an abundance of animals right now, and they're not able to take these animals anywhere. Uh, like you mentioned, some of these large packing plants that have closed down, uh, that's really affected a lot of a lot of farmers around here. Um, and we don't always think at a local level, we don't think about how that affects our local people. Um, so we've, I've been contacted by a number of people that have large hog, hog operations that are contracted to get rid of, um, you know, maybe a thousand pigs at a time. And for them right now, when those hogs are finished, they they can't really sit in their barns any longer. So I just kind of want to push people towards the idea of of buying buying from these local producers and trying to help them out at this time, just because uh, there is an abundance and they got to go somewhere. Otherwise, you know, a lot of these animals have a chance of going to waste too. One of the things we talk about a lot, Tim, is the farmer's share of a dollar of a product that they sell. This sounds, uh, in my mind at least, like a good way to get a little bit more of that share into a farmer's pockets. Right. I've talked to a, a lot of my customers about this in the past and a lot of my friends that are in the egg, egg community about um, how we're, we're so dependent in the egg world on, on bigger markets. We're always worried about what happens across the other side of the country, what's happening across the world. And with our kind of community that we produce a lot of egg products, uh, whether it's soybeans and corn or beef and pork, um, we really need to localize those markets, and that would in turn help us control those markets and, you know, kind of drive drive our own prices and make it more viable for people to continue, you know, raising all these products. And we're not necessarily talking big dollars for the products that are being sold locally are we no when you break it down if you can buy direct from a farmer uh and pay somebody like myself to process it for you uh you're going to still save a lot more money than you are you know buying from a national brand uh either through a supermarket or through a a chain store you got some response from uh your efforts uh, the idea of pulling together a sort of a directory for the pigeon falls area the treplow county area and uh, you did get some response to that. Yeah, uh, I presented the idea to one of the, the local newspapers, and, and they thought it might be a lot of work to get this many people together, but I think within a couple of days I had a, a fairly good list going, and then I, I did advertise on social media, and I got a lot of, respo- a lot of response from that. Um, so within a couple of days I think I had over 23,000 views um, on my posting on that, and then I've also had you know, well over 40 people uh, reply directly through the through a Google Docs that I created that that people can kind of sign up for and give me their information uh, that we can relay, you know, back to everybody else through this newspaper. What kind of products all were there, uh, Tim? Uh, I really pushed people to include anything from you know beef, pork, chickens, uh, vegetables, honey, syrup, anything along the food lines uh, that we can produce locally. And did you get a good cross section of that, or uh, we did? did yeah, I think one? we got all those areas pretty much covered. Um, the first go around that we published here uh, is a little bit more on the meat side, just because there's people that have more meat products that are readily available right now. Um, a lot of those produce uh, products are going to be, you know, another month or two before they're they're ready. Now the attention was called to this because in part at least because of the closures of those plants and uh the 
pandemic situation being what it is, can you see this being something that's uh, going to last, that we're calling awareness to this now, and that when we come out of this on the other end, maybe we have that attention to buy local? Yeah, that's that was one of the big, big uh, focuses that I had in doing this. You know, you get convenience is always one thing, and that's why people uh, shop in certain places because it's convenient. You don't have to really plan ahead for it. Um, you know, if you're going to buy a quarter beef or a half a hog, it's something that you get a plan on when you're going to run out, how much of everything you're going to use. Um, but yeah, by doing this, it really pushes people to to start shopping in a new way. You know buying bulk by local buy high quality and then you know if we get enough people on board with this you know if you get a certain retention rate of so many people that that do this for the first time you know even if half of them come back and do it a second time you know it's a lot more people that that weren't doing it before and again tim bruggen down there at falls meets in pigeon falls got a chance to catch up with him and uh creative way and hopefully scott uh, this will continue as people will you know, get that, get into the habit more of buying local. That's right. The, the meats around here, is, as soon as it's all broke, I said to my wife, Dee, that, you know, we're in a, we're in an area here, we're really fortunate that way, that we make a telephone call down the road to one of the game, one of the local farms. I'm not raising hogs right now myself, but there's, there are people out there with product that, they'll link you up with in a in a in a hurry yeah and, espe- <laughs> and especially since uh you know the fair situation is still up in the air and uh, a lot of these kids have project hogs and they don't have any place to show them there might be some pretty That's good right. pretty good pork available all right so Very uh, good. good good report good story and uh, get a hold of tim down there if you want to find out more down at pigeon falls all right let's uh we got about 29 minutes before six we're going to kelly some weather but uh, some local news scott what's going on Uh, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers wants to revamp coronavirus testing in the state. The governor yesterday said he wants to test every person living in a nursing home in the state. He also wants to test more workplace hotspots. The governor said Wisconsin has the capacity to test nearly 12,000 people a day, but he said nowhere near that many people are actually being tested. Governor Evers said the state's top Republican and the state's top Republicans are no closer to being on the same page about reopening the state after their latest meeting. The governor met with Assembly Speaker Robin Voss and Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald yesterday. Voss said they spoke about a regional approach to reopening, but nobody agreed to anything. Governor Evers told reporters before the meeting he wants to see a plan from Republicans before he agrees to anything. And school leaders in Eau Claire are going to have to find another school board member. School board commissioner Eric Torres yesterday resigned. Torres is leaving to take a new job at Stephen F. Austin State University in Texas. His resignation takes effect at the end of the month. Eau Claire school leaders said they'll start to look for his replacement in the coming weeks. There's a growing frustration at the Wisconsin Capitol about the time it takes for people in the state to get unemployment benefits. 
State Representative John Nigren yesterday suggested the state's Department of Workforce Development pre-approve people who are likely to get unemployment checks. Nigren said the state does that thing, that same thing for people on Medicaid. Nearly a half million people in Wisconsin have applied for unemployment benefits since the coronavirus outbreak began in March. And a man caught with 10 pounds of pot and a machine gun in western Wisconsin <laughs> will not spend time behind bars. What? A judge in, yeah, a judge in Polk County on Monday sentenced Benjamin Cohenhardt uh, to two years of pr- probation. Police arrested him in 2018 after they said he bought four pounds of marijuana from an undercover agent. Police found more marijuana and a machine gun, along with two silencers <laughs> at his home after that. And the man pledged or pleaded the charges down to two counts of possession with the intent to deliver. Yeah, that's four pounds. That's that's pretty good. And uh, they didn't charge him at all for having a machine gun with, uh, what did you say, yeah. two clips or something like that? Uh, uh, silencers, or yeah. two silencers. silencers yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. I wonder if the silencers were the... Were the straw that broke the camel's back in charging over there. Yeah, I can't believe be, he didn't get be. any jail time for that. Yeah, that that is, uh, that is well, that's the way the system works. So. <laughs> I guess yeah. it is. All right, sir, <laughs> go have some more Revolution Coffee. We'll talk to you in a little while. Indeed. All right, that's uh, Scotty down there. He's at home this morning, social distancing himself. All right, well, what about the weather? What kind of week have we got? We got a whole lot of field work done last week, and I think we'll get a whole lot more done. I don't think it's going to be conducive to warming the soil up a whole lot to get those plants to sprout, but we get them in the ground, they'll be in they'll be in pretty good shape. Let's find out about our weather this morning. We go over to Skywarn 13, and Kelly Slifka is joining us. Good morning, Kelly. There he's. I hear him rambling around over there, but I hey, don't. Hey, Bob. There you are. I can. I can hear you in the distance. But <laughs> yeah, just putting on my headphones. All right. Well, you got them secured. It looks like uh, not as nice a week this week, but still, farmers are going to be able to get a lot of work done. Yeah, not a lot of rain, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, farmers will be able to get out in the fields. That's for sure. I would like to see a nice warm up, but we just cannot quite seem to get over that hump. Uh, we've got this cold air that's coming out of basically Hudson Bay, Canada. You know, it's iced over, and this northeast flow just continues to pump uh, funnel that cooler air into the upper Midwest, the uh, Great Lakes in the northeast. And that looks like that's going to be the trend. It's going to be warmer in Alaska than it's going to be around here for the rest of the weekend of the weekend. Wow. So I remember a few years ago, well, many years ago now, it was warmer in Anchorage, Alaska on Christmas Day than it was in Miami, Florida. Yeah, well, you know, that's been the trend, really. Alaska, you know, we've, I think last year was pretty cool around here most of the summer, right? Mm-hmm. But Alaska was extremely warm. Much of the West Coast has been warm. The weather pattern definitely been shifting with the heat out West, and it's just uh, we've been kind of in the cooler sector. And I don't see that changing over the next week. It looks like we're going to kind of be uh, continuing with this cool northeast flow uh, coming out of Canada. Uh, we will bump up a little bit tomorrow before another cold front does drop us for Friday and the weekend. So we'll look at a mostly cloudy sky. There have been some rain showers down to our southwest, but with that northeast flow, that's keeping us uh, dry here in the Chippewa Valley. We should get up to about 58, our normal high 67, so we're almost 10 degrees shy of that. Mostly cloudy tonight, 39. A little bit of sun tomorrow should warm us at least up to 64. Might see an isolated shower pop up, but they'll be very isolated. That's just basically uh, some instability with some of that cool air aloft and get some heating from the sun. Uh, Thursday, looking at sunshine, 61, but only 55, even though we will see a mostly sunny sky on Friday. Right now, in Eau Claire, with a 
mostly cloudy skies, sitting at 39 degrees. I'm Sky Warren 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifkin. 39, that's too cool this time of the year. Yeah, we should be in the 40s. Uh, you know, it's just, um, like I said, you know, we may be below freezing by Saturday morning. So. Oh, don't say that. My bulbs I, are coming up. <laughs> I know. I hate to say it because, you know, we've had those warm days and everybody's out there planting, including yeah. me. You know, I got my... I got uh, crocus up and some of my bulbs that I bought in Holland last spring when we were on our farm tour over there. They're coming up nicely. Welcome to Wisconsin. Yeah, jeepers. Yeah, I should say welcome back to you from Texas. Yeah, I know. I mean, they've been up uh, close to 100, I think, this weekend. Have they really? Yeah, well, I know they were forecast. I didn't see the actual high, but uh, if they were going to get up to 100 on Sunday, that would have been the earliest 100-degree day ever. Wow, that's a little too hot. Yeah. That's too hot. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. Kelly Slifk over there at Skywarn 13 again. 39 right now and a cooler week in store for us. We're 23 minutes before 6 o'clock. And uh, weather brought to you by Yusemco. As you look at the gas prices now, yeah, they're going up. That, what, a week ago or so, 10 days ago, they were $1.19. Now the gas stations around here, $1.59. So they go up in 10-cent increments. So you want to fill up, you better do it because by who knows, by noon it might be up again just on, on the talk more or less that prices are going up, production's cutting back. So, again, if you're on the farm, they're still a whole lot more attractive than they were a year ago. So if you're uh, on the farm and you're wondering how I can maybe help my fuel situation, here's a way. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by Buying direct, call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. As we're 22 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax, 39 degrees on our way to about 58 today. Scott rejoins us from our social distancing home where he's at down there in the valley or on the hills. But, uh, again, we talk about uh, keeping our ear to the ground as far as uh, things canceled and not canceled. And people say, I can hardly wait to get out of here. I'm looking forward to taking a vacation this summer. And we always talk about a lot of things to do in Wisconsin. But you're telling me you heard there's one very popular thing, and I've been to this, and it's really great. And it's not going to happen. Yep, big shot, big top Chautauqua this year is canceled because of the coronavirus situation. They just can't get everything off the ground, and uh, it's one of those years where we're probably going to have to go without it for now. Wow! And it's like you said, it's a big event up there in uh, the Bayfield area, and uh, very popular around the Midwest. I wonder what that means, like over in Door County, because the Peninsula Players, you know, they have outdoor that's, theater that's right. in the summertime. I think it's at, I think that's at Sister Bay or someplace like that, but up the Door Peninsula, and I've been to both yep. of those, and it's just so much fun on a summer night to be able to take in really good theater. I mean, these aren't, uh, you know, absolutely the neighbor kid doing something these are these are actors and actresses from new york they're trained and it's right. uh, it's great summer stock for them but uh but big top chautauqua is canceled for the summer and uh boy i don't know about the door peninsula i can't imagine yeah, or 
They made a or I haven't good. heard uh, from Spring Green, too. I haven't oh, heard that's anything right. that's uh, right. either way there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. My son lives down thing. in Madison. He likes to get on there. They love to get on there, and then they'll take a picnic and then spend the early afternoon and then go to the plays down there at Spring Green. Yeah, that's another place. So there are so many things in Wisconsin to do. Hopefully, they're going to be available to do them. But in the meantime, that's right. we've got work to do. What else is going on in the world of agriculture, Scott? Well, it looks like a done deal after reaching a settlement on Friday with the Department of Justice, as well as the state attorneys general in Wisconsin and Massachusetts. Dairy Farmers of America's cooperative has been given the go-ahead to buy most of the dairy assets from Dean Foods, which went bankrupt last November. That means DFA will pay $433 million for production facilities around the country, but will not be taking over any Dean plants in De Pere in eastern Wisconsin, as well as facilities in Massachusetts and Harvard, Illinois. The deal made on Friday also means Illinois-based Prairie Farms Cooperative will be taking over for uh, former Dean Foods plants in the south and in parts of the Midwest. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue is saying he expects meat processing plants around the country to reopen in days instead of weeks. He said plants are putting in personal protection equipment for workers at a very fast pace and access to COVID-19 testing should happen virtually immediately. He added that he expects meat production to be down only 10 to 15 percent very soon. Yeah, these guys have got to get to... Got to get these plants open. Uh, guys like we talked to, like you talked to earlier, Tim Brugan, doing their best out in the countryside. But, uh, you know, and they can slaughter two, three, four thousand hogs a day at those plants. Uh, what they can do at the local lockers is really a drop in the bucket, but it's a good effort. So got to get them right. reopened. That's All right, right. sir. That's we'll, right. We'll, uh, we'll let you go drink more coffee, and uh, we'll talk to you a little later on this morning. We will. Thank you so much. There he goes. That's Scott this morning joining us, social distancing down there. Also, uh, another news story here worth mentioning because of our infrastructure with biofuels, U.S. Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue announced the Department of Agriculture intends to make available up to $100 million in competitive grants for activities designed to expand the availability and sale of renewable fuels. Purdue said America's energy independence is critical to our economic security, and President Trump fully recognizes the importance of our ethanol and biofuels industries and the positive impacts they deliver to consumers and farmers with an affordable, abundant, and clean-burning fuel. American ethanol and biofuel producers have been affected by decreased energy demands due to the coronavirus, and these grants to expand their availability will help increase their use during our economic resurgence. Now, the Higher Blends Infrastructure Incentive Program, it's being called, consists of up to $100 million in funding for competitive, in funding rather, for competitive grants or sales initiatives to eligible entities for activities designed to expand the sales and use of ethanol and biodiesel fuels Funds will be made directly available to assist transportation fueling and biodiesel distribution facilities with converting to higher ethanol and biodiesel blends by sharing the costs related to and or offering sales incentives for the installation of those fuel pumps, related equipment, and infrastructure. And again, getting those pumps put in at the uh, 
refueling facilities, your gas stations is uh, is one of the keys to getting it done. All right, we've got uh, markets coming up here on Wax. The farm markets are being brought to you by McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance. In this challenging time, it's comforting to have insurance. It's even more reassuring to know that you can trust McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance. They're still open for business, just like they have been since 1898. And since they're based in Marshfield, they understand your needs and your values. Talk to them today, 715-387-8454, 715-387-8454. McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance, for certainty in this uncertain time. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, let's get to the markets. Brought to you by McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance. We head down to the Sparta Equity Barn. Here's Rod Knutson with yesterday's sale. The slaughter come market today steady with 20% of the cows at 50 to 57, 60% of the cows at 38 to 50, and 20% of the cows at 38 and down. Organic cows selling from 63 to 74 cents a pound. Slaughterable market steady with the high yielding commercial bulls 70 to 80, with your canner lightweight and utility bulls at 70 and down. Uh, for Fed cattle market, uh, please give us a call here at the market, uh, being that it changes from day to day and with um, some of the slaughterhouses being out, uh, it's best to call ahead. Replacement calf market steady, top hosting bull calves 70 to $1.40. Holstein heifer calves at twenty to forty, and the good beef type calves at a dollar forty to two twenty-five a pound. And just a reminder that on this next Thursday, May seventh, will be our next dairy feeder cattle sale. Dairy cattle at starting at noon, and feeder cattle at twelve thirty. There will be a big run of cattle. There's quite a few of them, big heavier Holsteins consigned for the auction. A few groups of green calves, and that starts at twelve thirty on this Thursday. And this has been Rod Knutson at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day. Thanks, Rod. You have a good day, too. Let's go to the Equity Stratford Barn now. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us, sitting on the deck, looking at the sunrise, huh, Jerry? Well, good morning to you, Bob. I was watching the sunrise a little bit ago, but I'm not on the deck at 35 degrees here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, whatever. Look out the window. But uh, anyway, should be pretty out there. Hey, what's going on? It's uh, Tuesday already over there in Stratford. All right, Bob, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Monday, here at Equity Stratford. Uh, Solid cows continue to be on a mostly steady trend. Uh, not much change in the cows in the last couple of weeks. The high-yielding flesh-year cows are selling from 48 to 55. Yesterday on the cow market at 56 and a half. Uh, most of the cows, uh, your average cows, they are selling between 33 and 47. And these thinner cows, like carcass cows, $32 and below. Bull market also mostly steady. Uh, better quality bulls are selling from 63 to 75, and your lighter weight bulls are $60 and below. Uh, fat cattle, a uh, very limited supply of fed cattle on the market right now, of course, due to the plant, plant closures and cutbacks. Uh, but anyway, on the choice grading Holstein steers, uh, mostly from 62 to 70, with the higher yielding choice Holsteins from 71 to 74, select grading cattle. Uh, 55 and below. Calf market also mostly steady on the bull calves. Your better quality 85, 220-pound bull calves are selling from 40 to uh, 40 to 125, and we did have uh, some fancy bull calves up to 130 on yesterday's sale. Heifer calves seem to be a little better demand. Your better quality heifer calves are selling from 40 up to 125 on yesterday's sale, and your beef calves good demand on those beef calves, mostly from 85 up to 215. Now today, Tuesday here in Stratford, uh, we get underway this morning at 10 o'clock with the hay auction. That will be followed at 11 by the dairy auction, and after the dairy auction will be the market cattle sale uh, this afternoon. 
And don't forget tomorrow, uh, our next feeder cattle sale will be a noontime start tomorrow. For Also, we'll be selling bread beef cows along with the feeder cattle for that sale tomorrow. And, of course, Thursday, our regular market auction at 11 o'clock. And, again, we do have a lot of listings on our website for private treaty cattle. So uh, please uh, take a look at that, folks, if you're interested. Uh, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page, and our phone number, 715-687-4101. Markets are changing daily, of course, but uh, I'm certain, as we all talking about, Bob, but we're all waiting. This thing has got to, uh, we got to get this opened up because, uh, as you guys well document, with the backup on the hogs and the fat cattle, it's not a good situation. No, it's not, but uh, Secretary Purdue said he expects these things are going to open in days, not weeks, so that's... Uh, that's a good thing. He said the plants are going at breakneck speed to put in safety uh, places for their workers. So uh, that's a good thing. Hopefully he's right. Hey, you have a good day, and we'll talk to you in the morning. You bet, Bob. And I don't know if it would be a good day to take the convertible out. She's a little chilly. No, I think I'll leave her in the garage. Okay. Talk to you tomorrow. There he goes. There's Jerry over at the Equity Stratford Barn. We're about 11 minutes before 6. 39 degrees here at Wax. Gear up for summer with help from your neighbors at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We've got the tools and supplies you need to get the job done, along with knowledgeable associates to answer your questions and provide you with helpful tips for whatever your project. Be prepared for quick fixes with the 115-volt Hobart Handler 140 MIG welder. It's $487.99. Pick up a professional torch kit, now 20% off. Get jobs done right with a milled or smooth-faced framing hammer from Milwaukee Tool. Your choice, $24.99. Make sure you have the right tool for the job with a 26-piece screwdriver set with case from Performance Tool. On sale, $16.99. Save 20% on Dasco pry bars, assorted pin punch sets, and cold chisel sets. And get a DeWalt 20-volt max lithium-ion compact brushless drill driver kit. On sale, $99.99. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet, family-owned since 1955. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's continue with markets. Head over to Train Livestock in Thorpe, and Michelle is with us. Good morning, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Well, I'm doing pretty good. I was hoping this week would be a little better than last week, but weatherwise, it's not going to be. But still, a lot of a lot of work getting done around the countryside that we didn't get done last year at this time. So that's a good thing. Positive thinking. It's not snowing, so we're happy. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Hopefully, we're not going to get any snow in May. But uh, stranger things have oh. happened. Wow. Well, how'd the sale go last night? All right. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Monday, May 4th at Shereen Livestock Market. In the Slaughter Market, we topped at 54 with a consignment by Cherie Frost of Whippy. 86% of the cows so from 36 and up. Market cows are 48 to 53. Low-yielding cows, 38 to 47. Thin and weak cows, 36 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime, 65 to 74. Selects for 62 and down. For beef-type steers and heifers, just give us a call at the market and we'll give you a quote. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 62 to 75, with the utilities at 60 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to $120 per head. We topped at 124 with a consignment by Dean Mickey of Stanley. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $40 per head. Beef calves, 85 to 225 per head. Our next sale will be tomorrow, May 6th. We'll start with cows at 5 p.m. 
If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the citrine livestock, your family owned an upgrade market. Have a great day. Well, are you a Packer fan where the sky is falling or <laughs> with that draft ahead, or are you uh, optimistic? I'm okay with this. Yeah, I am. Yeah, you know, we can pick up some more people along the way here. Huh, I don't know who, but that's okay. <laughs> I but, hope so. <laughs> well, I hope, uh, I hope uh, you know, they really, I'm telling you, everybody is really down on this Packer draft. So I'm hoping the players that are there will say, yeah, well, hey, we're not so bad Are we going to have a season? Well, that's are true. Are we going to yeah. have a season? I guess that's the or first question. Or are there going to be stands in the, yeah, right? I, I don't know. know. I mean, this, this is just such a crazy year. Oh, it is. It doesn't seem to be getting any better. But uh, as long as as long as we can get the market report from you, we're good to go. Right, positive thinking. There you go. Positive. All right, talk Negative to you later. Negative out, positive in. <laughs> girl. Care. We'll talk to you later. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over at Terrain Livestock in Thorpe. Hail insurance is a critical part of your risk management plan. Here at Egg Country Farm Credit Services. Our loan officers and insurance specialists work together to give you the best combination of risk management tools to make the right hail insurance decisions. We analyze the coverage compared to the cost of production, the crop revenue potential, and balance sheet strength. Then we'll tailor a hail plan for your specific operation. Give us a call at Egg Country to find out more. Get smarter every day at Ozzy.com. Try a new news site that tells you about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Try Ozzy.com now. Ozzy, it's a latte for your mind. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's get more of that information at the sale barn over at Zabroda in Central Livestock. Here's Pat Mickla. In the cattle division, we had beef steers, Trading at 88 to a dollar with the mixed grading steers from 70 to 87. Beef heifers brought 84 to a dollar with mixed grading heifers from 60 to 83. And we had dairy steers from 65 to 72. Slut grades brought from 44 to 64. And we had market cows trading mostly at 35 to 56.50 with your thin shelly cows from 20 to 34. The market bulls traded mostly from 52 to 80. We had market lambs, 110 to 140 pounds. We had the shorn and the unshorn from $1.1750 to $1.44. 50 to 70 pound feeder lambs range from $1 to $2.55. 70 to 90 pound feeder lambs brought from $1 to $1.60. Slaughter used utility and goods. 67.50 to 95 with the thin and cullus bring in from 45 to 67.50. And we had some small goats in 40 to 60 pounds bring in 50 to 70 dollars. 70 to 90 pound goats brought from 70 to 190. We had goats 120 to 275 pounds from 90 to 260 with the nanny goats. They were ranging from 75 
to $280 per head. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And taking a look at our Synergy Cooperative markets on the Board of Trade overnight. Uh, markets under pressure. Tough talk. President Trump with uh, China and how they're acting this virus and who's responsible. July corn down a penny or down a fraction, really, at 315 overnight. The oats up a fraction at 293. The July wheat down four at 515. July beans down a fraction at 836. Soybean meal down 30 cents a ton at $288.10. Go to the country elevators at Doomer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. The corn at those elevators today, 288 a bushel, and the soybeans at 817 on the DTN screen. At the elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, 261 with the beans at 786. Stevens Point has soybeans today at 752. Out at Elk Mound, the corn's 269, beans 791, Sparta's 268 and 777. Ellsworth, 253 on the corn, 786 on the beans. At the ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville, 274, Stanley, 270 at the New Richmond Grain Facility, 267. Barrel cheese up four yesterday, 123. Blocks and butter both up three quarters. Blocks at 121 and a quarter. Butter, 119 and a half. Class three prices higher. May up 27 at 1150. June up 75 cents at 1294. July up 73 at 1434. August up 70 at 15.27, September up 68 cents at 15.90, prices up through March of 2021. And that's a look at the markets brought to you by Synergy Co-op. We've got 39 degrees, looking for a cloudy day today, high only in the upper 50s. The all-new 2020 Subaru Outback has arrived at Chilson Subaru. See us on the web at ChilsonMotors.com. Wax 104.5.